Welcome everybody to the GBO podcast where we're talking Gamecock basketball only. Brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce? How you doing today, man? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, too. It was a weekend of happiness for the Gamecocks. Maybe even some joy, some might say. The opposite of last week. Yes. <laughs> for certain sports. <laughs> Very true. From basketball-related yeah. excitement, we only had one men's game this week. And let's just say that and, first and half one, got scary. And one women's game. Correct. But in terms of the men... It got scary in that first half. And why do you think it was scary, Sumter? Is it because we didn't have any guards? You know, it's hard to play basketball without scholarship guards. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not good. So we come back from Charleston. um, Basically, lose all three games in Charleston. Was our soul taking away in Charleston? A little bit. And uh, we're coming back from the Charleston Classic. And Michi Johnson and Chico Carter are both on bad ankles and they're just kind of listed as questionable day to day. And then we find out, I think an hour before the game, they're out, which, you know, if this was UAB or somebody, they might've gone. It's possible that Paris just, I feel like Michi's been playing on one ankle all year. Right. And it's, it's possible that Paris thought that the team could handle upstate without I them. I think that's exactly what he thought. And, um, well, the first half, we found out really quickly that we were in trouble. Yeah, it wasn't good. We started the game off strong, made our first couple shots, four or five shots, and then reality set in when we only had Jacoby Wright. Gigi Jackson. And Gigi had to play some guard. Yeah. And then you had walk-ons. It was a Frank Martin-esque game. Right, but at least it was a Frank... you had a Ford Cooper Jr. and Eric Sparkman sighting. At least it was a Frank Martinez game because of injury. Like, it wasn't just Paris decided to do this. To prove points. Okay. That's right. Got it. So, anyway, we start the game up four or six points, and then all of a sudden, Upstate realizes they have guards, and they can drive and score on us and make jump shots. And we were down. By a few points, and I got pretty sad. There's no way to sugarcoat it. I was It was pretty sad at Colonial Life Arena. What were your thoughts early on in that first half? Well, early on in the first half, just they couldn't do anything. And um, after just that initial start where they had the lead, they then, you know, it then just kind of started teetering back and forth, staying about a two-point game. And then Upstate took the lead going into halftime. So Zachary Davis got his first start of the year. And if you look at the box score, we only had six bench points. And that is pretty accurate because if it wasn't for the starters, we weren't going to score points. So I would say that Hayden Brown kind of got out of his funk. That was in Charleston, and he had a good game. Um, He was kind of consistent most of the game. 15 points, nine rebounds. He did foul out. And he does. He's starting to have that situation where he has a couple fouls early that just want you make you want to scratch your head a little bit. Um, but hopefully, he at least got out of it a scoring funk and, and was able to score. And I guess um, when he drove, he actually finished. He did, he struggled to finish early on in Charleston. So um, Gigi Jackson, of course, had a big game because I mean I think this is fair to say. From now on, Gigi Jackson needs to have 15-plus points in every game he plays this year. 
And if he doesn't, there's going to have to be a few people stepping up in his place. Yeah, and this could be this could actually be a good experience for him to play without Michi and Chico to where like, you know, he's only 17 still, but he needs to be the guy. And I don't think he needs to wait for it to come to him. He needs to go and take it. Right. And, and he kind of started seeing that that was the case in this game that like, Oh my goodness, literally nobody on this team can score except me second half. They look a lot better. So we're down five or six points in the first half. And on the listening back on the radio, um, there was a fun stat given by Derek Scott, our play-by-play guy. He goes upstate out of like, you know, there's 300 division one teams, give or take that upstate was like 275 in free throws. And I go, how about that? Because usually it's us that are terrible at free throws and playing a team. You don't ever see a team shoots bad free throws like we do. So they just started clanging and miss free. It was it was fun watching another team miss free throws. That is an interesting stat. Because every time and they we played a lot of them, they missed. <laughs> it was it wasn't a free throw clinic, is what I would I would not call that game a free throw clinic. I'm looking at the team stat right now. They were three of nine. Three of nine. Yeah, that's not great. And every time they and they had guards missing them. It wasn't yeah. like they were their centers were up there missing. So. Even though, you know, our team, we actually had a decent 8 of 11, but I just, it was fun seeing another team struggle at free throws because we usually don't hear that stat come across. But anyway, we're down three at half, and I am sweating it. I just, yeah. after what good. happened at Charleston, you hear Michi and Chico are out, you're kind of like going to have to rely on freshman guards and walk-ons. Right, like, and... This upstate team, if, if we weren't at Colonial Life... We would have lost. Yeah. Yeah. I know that sounds mean, but... Yeah. We were lucky this game was at home and not in Conway, South Carolina. This was one of the... Oh, my you gosh. You know, play at the small school, in-state schools. That would be scary. And so, like, what where we really are as a team is that we really need Gigi Jackson to just become... We need to run plays for him... He needs to touch the ball all the time. It wouldn't hurt him to give him picks either. Yeah. I feel like he doesn't get picks. I think I've said that all year. Run the offense for him and um and then let and then when Michi and Chico are back, let them, you know, make threes off of off of things that he's capable of creating. But like we've got to see how good this kid is because that's the only hope for us. I, I really think that's really the only hope for us getting improving. You know what I mean? Like this could be a really bad season. I mean, we were losing at the half to Upstate. That's correct. And it kind of take takes a lot of that luster out of that Clemson game as I see Clemson play other games this season. Yeah. There's a reason we beat Clemson. That's all I'm going to say about that. They're not good. And for some reason, I get the feeling that we beat Clemson in all sports lately. It is nice, isn't it? I mean, we are the big brother in the state, if you think about it. When was the last time that um, football and women's well women's basketball always, but football and men's basketball had wins against Clemson in the same season? We were probably young, very young, maybe in college. I bet they did it during the Spurrier era when when Spurrier won five in a row. I'm sure we I'm sure the the men beat. 
One or two times. One yeah. or two times beat Clemson. But anyway, we start the second half, so we're down three at the half, and we start out strong, make our first couple buckets, and we kind of go on a run and kind of put the game away early second half. And, you know, the game ended up 68-53, but at about the 16-minute mark from from then on, we kind of controlled the game, and Upstate really couldn't score in that second half. Um, and then Gigi had a good game. Hayden had a good game. Um, we kind of ran the clock out a little bit. I mean, I think it's fair to say this team is not going to break any scoring records at the Colonial Life Arena this year. No, I think, they are not. I think if we can get to 70 points each we, each game, we would call that a success with the team that we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, got to play defense. Uh, one thing that's very concerning about this game is that even with as bleak as our bench was, Josh Gray played nine minutes. Josh Gray played great against Clemson. And he is starting to fade off again, and I don't know what it is. What do you think the reason is? I don't know. He, I have it's no either idea. he either gets in a flow or he has no flow. I have no idea. He has the talent, and maybe we need to give him the ball sometimes on the block because you think he might not be able to do something with it, and he can score. I don't know. It's just going to be interesting to see. He's going to have to step up. Of course, it was the beginning of the season we talked about. Hayden had to step up. Gigi had to step up, Michi, and even Chico Carter needs to step up. Because as you can see early on in the season, Chico Carter can score. Michi can score he, on runs. He either has cold streaks or hot streaks. And and in basketball, you're going to have to have three-plus guys scoring 15-plus points to win games. Yeah. This, how, this is how this team is. And, I mean, it's fair to say we know what this team is at this point. We get the win. By 15, but what do you think overall you learned overall in this game? Are you worried for the rest of non-conference? I'm worried, yes. Yes, I'm worried for the rest of the non-conference. We talked about we were hoping for a 10-3 and non-con. Well, that's winning the rest of them at this point. And, I mean, looking at that, the rest of our schedule. That's not happening. I mean, they're beatable teams, though. I just don't know if we can consistently play strong games and finish games with wins. Well, I guess I guess here's the thing. Are, are we going to have a healthy Chico Carter and Michi Johnson for the rest of the schedule, or are we going to not? And and if we have a healthy Chico Carter and Michi Johnson, because we didn't have a healthy Michi Johnson in Charleston. Correct. And that could have impacted, you, you know, we did get beat by a total of 60 points, so I don't know how much Michi's bringing to the table, but that could have Im- impacted the Davidson game, which then just they win the second game. It's a different outlook on Sunday. Um, I don't know. You, you know, like if, if we've got a healthy Chico and Michi, I think, I think we can win some of these out of conference games, but it, we can also lose some of them. Do you get the feeling that this team just hasn't gelled yet? Oh, that's it's like they, they can't play well together yet because they're just still feeling each other out. That's definitely true. And one of the things that I think has to happen you know, is that Gigi has to decide that he's the best player on the team. Right. And he hasn't done that yet. And he needs to make everyone around him better. It's got to be It's got to be a weird thing for him. You know, like he's seven years younger than Hayden Brown. I, I don't know. And, and he's probably like five or six years younger than Michi Johnson and Chico Carter. And so, like, it's, you know, these guys are older than him. He's He's got to try to de- just decide... I'm the best player on this team. This is no knock on any of those three guys. We we just we need him to get to his ceiling. 
Like, like Hayden Brown is going to give us the best he's got. You know what I mean? Yep. Gigi Jackson might not. And so we need Gigi to get to his ceiling. And we need him to try to be the best player on this team. Well, it better happen fast because it can get ugly if you don't win a lot of your non-conference games. Because as you guys know, SEC this year is stacked. Just watching the Alabama-North Carolina game go to four overtimes tonight. Um, you know, playing teams like Alabama. With, with Alabama winning. That's right. North Carolina. They did win on an interesting calls down the stretch. But um, Arkansas, Alabama, these athletic, super athletic teams that are long, lengthy, and have power guards – it's going to be a struggle in the SEC unless this team really just shapes up, learns how to play together, figures out who they are and what they do best and what they need to avoid doing wrong. And I mean, I'm kind of hoping now that I would love, can we get to nine and four in non-con? I know that's, you that, got to get some wins in non-con. You have to. That's basically everybody but UAB is nine and four in non-con. We're at UAB. They're going to be better than us. That's that's what we got to do. So I think the first step for knowing what this team is is this upcoming week. If long as Chico is healthy, it made it, Lamont made it sound like Michi's out for a little bit, and Chico's not as out as long as Michi. So if we get at least Chico back, that will at least getting a a shooting guard that can make a jump shot consistently. And nothing against our freshmen, but I mean outside of Gigi, Gigi can make a jump shot, but the other guys are struggling to score. Well, we got an important week coming up where we're we're headed to Washington D.C. and we're going to play Georgetown and then we're going to play GW in the same week. And I believe your brother and some friends are up there in D.C. Aren't they? And they, I think they might be going to the game. You know, we might have some. Is there a, a solid Gamecock club in D.C.? You know, I don't know the answer to this. We need to check that out. Yeah, we could. We we. It, it's a shame that this wasn't during a a, a week of, where I have like a break and I could have just gone. You know. But uh, but so anyway, so going into this week, um, <clears throat> we're playing Georgetown first, right? Correct. Wednesday night. Wednesday night, we're playing Georgetown, and um, they are one forty eight in Kempop. Now, we at the start of the season were in the seventies. Where are we at now? One forty one. That's not good. Not good at all. That's not even near the bubble bubble. No, that's not even. That's that's miss that's maybe missing the NIT bad you you, you know like um, that's worse than anything we were at any point last season I believe right now you know getting beat by sixty three games in a row hurts right um, getting beat by a total of sixty three games in a row but so anyway so we're playing Georgetown on Wednesday night there we're one forty one they're one forty eight Georgetown Saturday are playing George Washington on Wednesday excuse me we're yep. playing I mixed them up we're playing George Washington on Wednesday night they're two thirteen so we've got to win Wednesday night we've just got to win this game you need and to then, win these two these week and then we've got to win Saturday you, you know against Georgetown Georgetown's the name game even though they're not the Georgetown of old but they're both on the road and um, that is a if if we can take care of business this week. I feel like nine and four, ten and three in the out of conference might still be in the cards. But honestly, like this team could be in a free fall and we could be staring. You know, it all you, depends if they figure it out is when are they gonna figure it out and then can we get off the injury yeah. train? We could be staring at eight and five, seven and six in, in the out of conference, which would just be a disaster. It'd be brutal. Yeah. But we're still gonna support the team. We'll just be frustrated the whole time. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and the other thing is, is that it, it will be nice to see, because one of the things that's going on on this team, uh, the two freshmen look promising. Zach Davis and Hank and Sanford. They just struggle to score. Yeah. But, but they, the, if this team is really bad this year, I could see them getting some more playing time. I mean, they're getting playing time because we yeah. have to play them. Right. Uh, Jacoby Wright is probably... He's the, doing fine. His improvement... He has improved. ...is probably the the most positive thing on the season so far. He's doing fine. <laughs> yeah. And so... Uh, uh, but uh, we also need... You know, Paris needs to be out there on the recruiting trail. We need to add another player well, to Well, Cam Scott's class. out there. His, yeah. his commitment's coming up in the next couple months. Is, I just... I hope and pray we get is him. Is he able to reclassify? I have lost all sense of what you can and cannot do. It's funny. Like, you know, I don't know when you yeah. were in high school, I couldn't imagine skipping a year or semester. I was barely graduating. So I'm just curious how all these kids can either graduate early or can just dip out. Maybe it's easier to get co- you know, credits. So now. it, it, it depends on what classes they're taking, but as long as they're passing everything, they spe- can enroll early and just take different Level and, class. And as long as they take enough maths and Englishes, enough maths, Englishes, and social studies, like there's certain classes they have to have. And so if they just take their government and econ as like a junior, or they could take it online, they like in the second semester of their junior year, they could just sign up to take like an online class um, for government and econ to check that box. Because basically, when when kids roll into their senior year most of them are going to have the credit hours that they need to graduate. There's just a select few classes that they still have to take that are required for graduation. And so if they, a good guidance counselor can manipulate that pretty well. Sumter, I'm going to call you the guidance counselor of the pod. (laughs) You're bringing, you're bringing a lot of facts. The the high school education expert here. Yeah. We're going to call you the, the Ken Palm slash high school guidance counselor of the pod. But, but uh, it it should, it's not, I don't think it's that hard. Uh, But just the other thing is like, let's look at Gigi Jackson right now. You, You know, like, is he, from what you've seen from Gigi, does he appear to be a top 10 player in the NBA draft? He has the talent. He definitely has the talent. I don't talent. know if he's top 10 yet, but he has the talent and it shines. It's just he has some freshman mistakes that happen with any freshman. Right. Well, he really is having senior in high school mistakes. Correct. You know, and so, like, he, he's just, he's 17. What were you doing at 17? I don't know if I was playing with pogs and slammers. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing with those, you know, 17. I was working at Sandy's Hot Dogs. I could tell you that. There you go. But, Driving a Hunter Green Ford Explorer Eddie Bauer edition. Those man. are still out there. You kind of see them out there every now and then. You, you you must have thought you were so cool. I was listening to Eve Six on my six disc CD changer in my Hunter Green Ford Explorer. Here's to the night. Okay, stop. We you, you're done. Time. You're done. Okay. We, we have to. We're singing on, on the yeah. pod. We lost our <laughs> listeners when I just started singing. But uh, but so anyway, to to bring this back together, we were talking about recruiting. We we're talking about Cam Scott because Cam Scott is in the class of 2024, right? Correct. So that is that that's two, two classes two out. Classes but out. I but who knows? It'd be nice if he could reclassify. Yeah. But anyway, regardless, we need him in the future of the program. Yeah. If um if I'm excited about the about um. Connors and Murray Boyles. I'm very are, excited about them. They got size and length yeah, that are coming in, but it would be nice to add another player in this class. 
it'd be nice. And we still have an open scholarship currently on the team Yeah, that we can get at any time. There was some yeah. talk of trying to get a guy mid-season. Can we do that? We need a guard. I don't know. Is we, there is there a D1 guard out there in the transfer portal that wants to come on over? We also need a big man. How does that even work? How does how does getting can, can the guy be playing? I really don't know. He'd have to be in the transfer portal waiting to go to some school. He can't just leave a team and go free agent. Can can you just open up the transfer portal? Is there just a list of people? Is Trey Hannibal waiting to come back from LSU to here? No, he's not. Is he's our gone. is our boy boy Felipe Hase going to come over from Southern Miss? Mercer. He transferred from Mercer to Southern Miss. My bad. And they beat out. They beat Vanderbilt. They. Well, yeah. I think a lot of people are going to beat Vanderbilt this year. Are the Gamecocks going to beat Vanderbilt? Bryce? I hope so. If they don't, that's going to be. We, I mean, we going into the season. We we need to beat Georgia twice and Vanderbilt twice. That was almost half of our SEC wins. Yes. So that needs to stay status quo, or we're going to have to make them up somewhere else. And I don't know where that's going to happen in the SEC. Because, like as you were saying earlier. The SEC strong this year, and it's going to be if we can't beat Vandy, if we can't win some of these games, it's going to be bleak. It's going to be a long SEC season. But you know what's not bleak? What's not bleak? The women's basketball team. That's right. The women's the women coming off of uh, this week against coming off the big win at Stanford. Yep. Um, they played they, Cal they, Poly and killed them. Well, I will say this: they came out a little flat. I sure. feel like they were they were. I think that Stanford game took a lot out of them. It, it took a lot out of me. Like I'm, I'm not, not going to say lie. it broke us a little bit, but like it shook us a little bit to where I think we kind of walked into this game. I mean, we we still beat them pretty handily, but just it, the regular team feel of the domination wasn't there early. But we ended up blowing it out in the th- in the second half. But um, did you feel bad at any point for Cal Cal Poly? I, I sometimes do. Sometimes, like as these games go along. And they just and it's just clear that they're that they're just going to get every rebound and they're going to put everything back in. And even even in these games when we can't hit shots, like with this team, especially against teams that can't that don't have that can't match our size, like our offense is just a missed shot. Like just take a three, okay, okay, I missed. All right, here is like one of eight people who are going to clean it up and lay it back in. At a certain point, we are just taller than everybody. You could just do that. Yeah, that's that's what they do. Like in these games, it's what they did today for a period of the game. Boston got her double double. It was kind of a it is what it is game, but Ashlyn Watkins got a double double. That was our first one of the year, and Zaya Cook had a decent game. It was just a we got the job done. We beat them by. But 41. Yeah. So you can't really complain about that. No, not at all. But we, we finish our West Coast trip, and the ladies come back, and we play Hampton today, which I thought for some reason was in the MEAC, but they're in the CAA. Okay. Good to know. I always thought they were in the league with South Carolina State, but I've been wrong. Anyway, Hampton. I'm just happy that you admit that you were wrong and didn't blame it on me or somebody else. Don't tell my wife. Anyway, yeah. so... Going in the Hampton game today, you were in the arena. Was how was the crowd today at Hampton for the Hampton game? It was just a, it was a pleasant day. It, everybody, you know, obviously coming off of yesterday, everybody just seemed happy. Um, slow start, you know. I, I don't know if the if the women's team was out there celebrating with um, or or not the the big football win, right? But uh, but uh, they got off to a slow start. But then you know, 
they were them they were their usual selves just perfectly fine offense devastating defense they went on a 20 to nothing run those um, never get old they went on a 20 to nothing run at the end of the uh, at the end of the first quarter and it i mean it was over after the first quarter they had a sluggish second quarter and then what we got to the, I the mean, news the big, of the day boston the, the, the hurt herself news. yeah yep. so so at the end of the second quarter um so it was a weird looking play and um she she just got hit and landed funny she drove and it, it, did she fall on her yeah she ends up falling under the basket and uh they call a foul uh she got fouled by by someone from hampton so she's down for a minute and the arena's kind of quiet. She she then gets up. She takes her and goes to shoot her free throws and she shoots her free throws. Uh, while she's going to shoot her free throws, Dawn sends somebody in for her. They don't immediately sub her out. Does she run off or she walk off? So so here's here's what happened next. She makes the first, she misses the second, so we can't sub. She runs down the court. Okay. All right. So she runs back down the court and um and the Hampton traveled like Dawn doesn't call timeout. Okay. And, uh, well, she couldn't cause she didn't have, we didn't have the ball. Didn't have the ball. That's right. Um, but, um, she runs back down the court. Hampton travels. We sub Boston out. Boston walks on her own accord. Just to the, there was probably about a minute and a half left in the quarter. She just walks to the locker room. Um, and then comes back out for the second half in a boot. And maybe it was precautionary, but that's just a little worrisome with UCLA on the upcoming. So I think that and don't worry, fans. We beat the crap out of Hampton, eighty-five, thirty-eight. Yeah, it was a blowout. But the news of the day was Boston hurting herself. I am from. They were a little cryptic in there, you know, like and cautious in the from what I've read from the press conference. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the things that was said is that I believe Dawn deemed her as questionable. However, said that the doctor isn't too concerned. I think that they put her in a boot in case she had a Swelled. mild sprain right. or something to where she didn't inflame it anymore and they're going to MRI it or whatever they do tomorrow. Do we have any friends that are doctors that can start bringing the, you know, the doctor angle to the pod? I'm sure there's I'm sure there's, if there's any that, of our listeners that are doctor. Maybe we need to have an injury consultant. Yeah, it, it's too bad our buddy Adam Wells isn't in town. You know anymore, and we could just. He's have in him Winston the, Salem. He was our doctor buddy. Yeah, and and we could have him on the pod, but uh, but yeah, but so um, I am cautiously optimistic about this being very minor. That sounds like coach speak. Yeah. So she ran down the court. She she ran. She back was down running. The, okay. Down the court without grimacing. Without grimacing. Okay. And looked like she was fine. If this was the final four, she'd have played in the second half. I will say this, though. I don't. I want her to play against UCLA, but it would be interesting to see if this team can win without Boston. I definitely think she's not going to be there forever. Can this team full of five stars dominate and still take over a a ranked team? Well, so I think this is important. Um, We've got UCLA on Tuesday. They're, what, 20 in the AP poll right now? Yep. And so, and it's at home. Correct. For, fortunately, we are not going on the road. Like that like, would, we're done with the West Coast. Th- this is if Boston doesn't play, a it's going to be scary. But at the same time, like I think I I still like our chances. This team is really good, and this team is really deep. 
Uh, but wouldn't it be interesting yeah. to see without Boston? Who do you think would take the lead? I, um, Cook? I, I think that's where they would look to first. Right. Uh, she was very assertive in the first quarter. Uh, the team came out. When I say they came out sluggish, everybody came out or, or got off to a slow start. Everybody but Cook got off to a slow start. I, she she had like nine. She had the first nine points we scored her. Are you saying that she 11. hasn't found a shot that she doesn't like? Yeah, but she but but she liked all of those, and they all looked good in that first quarter. Okay, okay. But uh, but so I I think we obviously will look to Cook to carry the to carry us. But you know Saxton, Beal, um, I think they'll just play defense and rebound and impose their will, and and you know five people score ten points, and I don't know who those five people are yet. But j- just um, Cardosa, uh, either either Amihair or Cardosa will get the start in her place if she's out. Is Amihair is starting to catch on, and then Cardosa, I want her to get more of a mean streak because she can she can take over. She's so big that she can take over if she wants to. I just want her to get that mean streak. Amihair has it. Bryce, she plays plays a little mean. Hampton was really small. How small? They were very small, and Cardosa hurt some feelings a couple of times today. Just putting her hands up and yeah, just not even just, jumping and just, just putting it back in. And it just, it, yeah, like it, it just was, it was a little unfair. Just uh, she had a couple of blocks where she just like took the ball. Are it you was saying like you just, felt bad for Hampton? A little bit. I felt bad for him, uh, but uh, but yeah, she needs to get a little. Uh, I think that's the perfect thing. A little bit of a mean streak. She needs to be more assertive, um, but she's been good all season. Oh, she's good. I just want her to be the best. Yeah, I just want everyone to be like Boston. Is that too much to ask? No, no. Why would you not want everybody to be the best? I mean, somebody has to be the best, though. That's why they're right. they're considered the best. But uh, I think that I think that Dawn would probably roll with Hammerhair, and then um, and then basically the rest of the starting five. Fletcher started today over Raven Johnson. They've been going back and forth yeah. there. Fletcher hasn't been a scoring machine like I thought she was going to be. Yeah, and the other thing that that would be very interesting to see is that I think Watkins will get a bunch of minutes if Boston doesn't play against UCLA. And Watkins and Cooper, the freshmen, they're good. They're coming along. Watkins had a had a couple of nice little plays today. She looks like she knows exactly what's going on. She does. I call it the Carlos Powell effect. Oh my God, my boy Carlos Powell. Y- yeah, I- we know he's your boy. <laughs> I need to get a shirt that says Carlos Powell is my boy. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. You know who also is our boy? Modern Pest Control. What was the Modern Pest Control what's bugging us this week? Of hurt, Carolina basketball. Hurt ankles. Hurt ankles Boston, are bugging me. Yeah, yeah. Boston, Chico, Michi, hurt ankles are bugging me this week, Bryce. That's right. It's the injury bug has hit yeah. the basketball teams. Yeah, we're, we're about to start sounding like Frank Martin over here. Talking about that injury bug. Well. And how it's biting. And the Spurrier would say it is what it is. That's right. Which is the worst thing to say because it stinks. <laughs> anyway, we'll see what happens this week. But that's kind of all that's happened basketball-wise. You know, shout out to football. They had a big win. Yeah. Do you have fun this weekend? I uh, made it on the field behind Beamer in the uh, post-game interview. Bryce hasn't been texted enough by everybody about how he was on the field. And, and on TV behind Beamer in the interview that he now wants everybody who's going to listen to the pod to know as well. Anyway, just watch a lot for the guy that's super tall and the red checkered shirt acting a fool behind Beamer. Uh, did you just like 
just wander out there? Well, Clemson has this one tradition where they let you on the field, win or lose, and when we won that game, I busted it out there like, to the field. Like, were you ready to go? I was ready to rock. Yeah. Did you, it, did you push anybody? I pushed a few. Yeah. I pushed a few college students to get behind Beamer. Yeah. The cops, I couldn't push the cops. You don't want to push the, you know, the state troopers. That's, prob- that's probably I wouldn't be here for the idea. pod tonight if I was pushing the state troopers. That, that's probably a good idea. But anyway, it was fun to go up there and, you know, beat Clemson and you know we beat them in men's and women's basketball and now football so good start of the sports year against Clemson I mean we've done that all within like three weeks I would love to rush the court after a Carolina basketball win it's gonna have to be big it's gonna have to be a big we're playing a few big teams this year it could happen that everybody's a big one this year you know like especially you know Alabama knocking off UNC they're gonna they might be top ten by the time. But they what roll if we in. beat Georgia and Vandy? Can we rush the rush the court then? No, I think they were picked twelfth and thirteenth. How no, about no, hey? No. Everyone was rated higher than us from the preseason rankings. We were fourteenth. So should we rush the court after every win? <laughs> Hopefully, we will be able to debate this at least four or five times. But you know, everyone in. Carolina Twitter and the Carolina world basketball world can come here to listen to us talk about it and complain about it. That's right. There's nowhere else they can go and get, you know, we keep saying this, but you know, if you do want to listen to basketball coverage, we're the podcast to be. Yeah. I mean, here we are doing a podcast talking about the USC upstate game, Cal Poly and Hampton. Every other podcast might talk about it for three minutes. Not, not this week. Maybe even less. The Boston injury will potentially get might mentioned. get one sentence maybe, on the pod. Maybe get okay. a sentence like maybe get a you know here here's hoping here's hoping for for Aaliyah Boston that 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 that's not a bad injury. Bam, that's the pot. That's what they're going to talk about. But anyway, keep yeah. on listening to us this year. You know, catch us on GBO underscore pod on Twitter and Gamecock Basketball yeah. Only at gmail.com. Sumter, anything else for this week's pod? No, nothing else other than um, we obviously won't have another pod between now and Tuesday, but anybody that has an update on Boston will retweet it. So, like, if you want to know, We'll make sure you see it, right. and uh, and w- if, w- as soon as we're aware of what's going on, you know, just check us out. All right. Well, it's been another fun week of the GBO Pod. Go Cox, and we'll see you next week. GBO out.